Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Just before Thanksgiving, Governor Whitmer announced the special election to fill the two vacant seats in the Michigan House will take place early next year. But not everyone is happy about that. Uh, voter fatigue is a big factor, but people being disenfranchised, I'm really, really worried about. Is the special election happening too soon? And what is at stake for Michigan's Democrats and Republicans? I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. When Michigan's local elections concluded in early November, Michigan lost two members of the state House of Representatives to mayoral positions across Metro Detroit. Democrat Lori Stone became the mayor of Warren and Democrat Kevin Coleman became the mayor of Westland. This does make me wonder, though, why would a member of the House, a state-level position, leave to become a local leader? In the House, you're one of 110 members. So, you know, not necessarily a super prominent position. That said, it is, you know, a, a position where you can directly impact state policy. But, you know, a mayor, especially Warren, for instance, where Laurie Stone is mayor, um, I believe that's the third largest city in the state. So it's a pretty prominent position there. She will be well known in Warren, certainly, and perhaps Macomb County more broadly. And theoretically, should she want to run for Congress or something like that in the future, having that name ID in a swing area of the state like Macomb County could be advantageous. That was Jonathan Osting, a state government reporter for Bridge, Michigan, and he explains the advantage of being a mayor over a state rep. But Stone's and Coleman's departure caused the Democrats to lose control of the House of Representatives as it became an even 54 to 54 split between Democrats and Republicans. To fill those seats, Governor Whitmer had to call a special election, declaring the primary would be held in January and the general in April. Why is Governor Whitmer rushing to fill those seats? Definitely there were priorities of the governor that the legislature did not get done this year. And I will note they are done for the year because they lost their House majority and they uh, wanted some bills to take effect quicker. They adjourned for the year already earlier this month. So they'll, they're done for the year now. There were things, for instance, a prescription drug affordability board. The governor really wanted the legislature to create that. They didn't get it done this year. Uh, They got a lot done, but they didn't get that done. So already in an election year, you have an abbreviated schedule for the legislature to actually get things done. And now, even with this special election that the governor called, the general election for that special won't be until April 16. So the first three and a half, four months of the year, Democrats will not have a majority in the House. So really, there's only a couple months uh, left in the year to, to do a lot of legislating. And, and get done some of these heavy lifts that the governor wants completed. 
Without a House majority, Democrats will struggle to push legislation through. So to Governor Whitmer, the earlier this is resolved, the better. But that feeling isn't universal. With 2024 being another election year, capped off with the presidential election in November, Jonathan believes that tacking on two more elections before that could add more stress to clerks. Next year is already a very busy election year. There is a presidential primary on February 27. There's a congressional and legislative primary in August. And there's then the presidential and other race general election in November. And the issue is that elections take time to run, especially in Michigan now, you have to send out absentee ballots 45 days before an election that's written into the state constitution at this point. And clerks are really frustrated by this timeline that the governor set out because they've already got three elections to run. And now what the governor has done is called for two other election dates. And that's preparing ballots. That's mailing out ballots. That's counting ballots. That's reprogramming machines to count ballots. There's a lot that goes into actually running elections and the clerks, while they can do this within the, the guidelines of state law, it's going to be a lot of work for them and their staffs next year. Clerks in the 13th and 25th district will now have to plan for five elections in 2024. Anthony Forlini, the Macomb County clerk, is one such clerk frustrated by this decision by Governor Whitmer. The problem is there's some practicalities to doing that. There's a responsibility with doing that and some bad optics that go along with what's happened. We have an election February 27th for the presidential primary. There's already an election on the books that the clerks are going to be doing a lot of work to get ready for because it's the first time the clerks in Macomb County are going to be doing the special nine days of early voting. So they're working toward this. And then on the eve of the Thanksgiving holiday, she throws in that there's going to be an election on January the 30th, which is going to be a special election for the House seat that was vacated by the successful election of Lori Stone for the mayor of Warren. Anybody that wants to run for that seat needs to have filed by Monday, the day after the holiday ends. Certainly over a holiday like that, you're not thinking that the governor is going to drop something on a Wednesday and that following Monday after the Thanksgiving holiday cut off anybody that wants to run. And so the special election, you know, it had to be called, right? How would you as a clerk like to have seen this handled? First off, the clerks already have plenty of elections this next year. This added two more. And I understand the politics. I understand why she wants it right away. I get that part of it. I was in the legislature. I understand that. But there was also the fact that there was an election in February. I would have preferred her to do it in February. We have the election. The clerks reset up. It'll still require a May election. So that would have added one more, not two more elections this year. But to put this on overlapping doesn't make sense. And and I got another constitutional issue. There's no dollars allocated toward this election. It was up for the legislature. The Senate never took it up. So it never got voted on. I'd like to know who's going to pay for it. The state is saying right now, they're not authorized to pay for it because they have not gotten the money from the from the legislature. So so if they haven't been approved to pay, I haven't been approved to pay, who's going to pay for the election? Clerks aren't the only ones dealing with stress from the special election either. 
According to Dave Dulio, a professor of political science at Oakland University, the hopeful candidates may feel the squeeze too. People just aren't paying attention to politics in the middle of winter here in Michigan. It's an, it will scup on some people that there's an election that day. This is going to be hard on the candidates in, in the next month or so to communicate with potential voters, right? Because people in January leading up to these special primaries are going to be just coming out of the maybe the holiday fog, if you will, and getting back into the swing of, quote unquote, their normal routine. After New Year's, well, you got a few weeks until those special primaries. That's really the amount of time that these candidates are going to have to really communicate with those voters. I would imagine mainly through through mail, maybe some door-to-door, but again, the weather could get in the way of that. Who knows if, if they're going to have enough volunteers that, <laughs> that want to come out and go door-to-door to, to talk to folks. Who knows if people that are going to want to open their door when it's 20 degrees outside and, and let all the heat out. So there are all sorts of factors that go into this that make these potentially more difficult for the folks that want to assume these positions. Macomb County Clerk Anthony Forlini is also afraid that voters could get the short end of the stick with so many elections in such a short span. It's not fair to them. It's not fair because if you're an absentee voter, and there's many, many people that have taken this no reason absentee voting, and so many are going to get this ballot, and then they're going to get another one even before they vote on the first one. There's going to be confusion. They're going to be unsure what they're going to go vote for. You know, face it, people don't always read what they're sent. We might be able to plaster all over the envelope. Uh, you know, send this one back in January, send this one back in February. But when they vote a ballot, they got an envelope, they... They stuff the envelopes. There, there are going to be people that are going to do the wrong thing, put it in the wrong envelope. Now, voter fatigue is a big factor, but people being disenfranchised, I'm really, really worried about. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Both Professor Dulio and Jonathan told me the Democrats are favored to win these districts again, as both those districts tend to lean blue. But if a Republican wins at least one seat, what would that mean for the power dynamic in the House of Representatives? 
Back to Professor Dulio. It's a tough ask for a Republican to win in either of these districts. But I saw yesterday, at least in one of them, there are Republicans who are going to compete. If by some long shot chance they, they are able to win one of these seats, that would guarantee a divided and deadlocked House through until the end of 2024, right? And what that means is Democrats can't just push through, they don't have the votes to just push through whatever they want, like they were able to do in, in all of 2023 until until November when those two mayoral candidates won and, and left the state house. So it would have a chilling effect on the amount of legislation that would get pushed through, at least in terms of Democratic priorities. If Republicans were able to win one of these seats, Democrats would have to do a lot more negotiating and a lot more bargaining with Republicans if they wanted to get anything passed in the state house chamber. The stakes are pretty high. So Democrats, they can't take it for granted because the stakes are high. Finally, if a candidate did win, they'd only have the seat until November of 2024 when that seat would be up again during the presidential election. Why would a candidate want such a short term in office? Here's Jonathan one last time. And the idea is that, well, you're not guaranteed the chance to stay in the legislature for another two years beyond this. Becoming an incumbent generally helps you in future election. You know, your name is out there. You get a little designation on the ballot that says you're an incumbent. So if a Democrat wins election for the special election to fill the remainder of the term, they would then be in pretty good position to again win a two-year term later in the year. So, you know, that's the idea. It's folks who are looking beyond just finishing this term, but are interested in serving a bit longer in the state house, who are likely going to put the most energy into campaigning for this for these two seats. The special election is necessary to fill those two vacant seats in the Michigan House. But will the accelerated process help or hurt prospective candidates? We'll find out early next year. Thanks to Professor Dave Dulio, Jonathan Osting, and Macomb County Clerk Anthony Forlini for lending their expertise to this episode. And as always, this podcast wouldn't be possible without WWJ's digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Make sure you don't miss out on new episodes of The Daily J by subscribing using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.